The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. So like we touched on before, the pizza effect essentially is your blood sugar reacting very differently to normal meals that you might have. And what I mean by that is if you have Chinese food or Indian food or takeaway or pizza, you will likely see your blood sugar spike hours after and almost just like an extended spike that feels as if it, it's not going to come back down sometimes. And that's because generally with those sort of meals, there's a very, very high carb content, very, very, very high fat content. And like we've touched on before within this podcast, that high level of fat completely slows down the rate of digestion. So if your digestion is slowed down, that completely delays the release of that glucose from the food into your system, causing a spike three, four, five, even six hours after you eat the food. So it can be very, very difficult to go about it. And again, like, like most things, as, as we say on this, so much of it is just trial and error. Understanding how you may be affected by it personally, because I'll be affected by it differently to somebody else would be and somebody else would be different to them again. But how I went about it last night, generally what I'll do with a normal meal is I'll carb count. And then depending on my blood sugar before the meal, I'll take my insulin 15 minutes prior to that because I know 15 minutes pre-bolus for me usually is that sweet spot. Whereas with pizza and takeaway food and last night specifically, I went about it a different way. So what I did was I split my insulin dose to counteract that delayed spike. So couldn't carb count it because it comes in a box and you've no idea what's in it. So... <laughs> And that's that's why takeaway food can be very unpredictable because you don't really have any way of carb counting accurately. And even if you go to a restaurant or get takeaway food and it has it on the website or something, it's still not really that accurate because it could be a different person making it and they load on a handful more cheese or 
roll the pizza dough with extra dough or whatever it is. So it's never going to be exactly carb counted accurately, as accurately as I would like to be. So it's kind of just like your eyeballing. So what I did was I eyeballed it, came up with this rough estimate of what I think the carb count would be. So let's say, or what was it last night? I think it was like, I think I'd, I, I'd started at 10 units for the whole thing, right? So what I did was I split my dose to 50-50. So I took 50% as a normal pre-bolus. So I took five units, 15 minutes before the meal. And then I saved my remainder five units about two hours after the meal because I knew that even after I ate it, I was going to get that delayed spike from, as I said, the the slowed down digestion from the high fat content. You still with me? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So took my five units before, ate the pizza. I stayed stable for the entire time up to the two-hour timer I had set for my second bolus. So then I took the remainder 50%, which was five units, to counteract that delayed spike. Kept steady for maybe another two hours. So two hours after the second five units? E- no, that's that's a lie. I went up to 10. Went up to about 10.8. That, so that's not too high. That's about... 180 mgdl it's obviously higher than i would like but all things considered 10.8 isn't overly high given the circumstances so around what time are we at now so you had your pizza at half six so i had it at half six i think i spiked up to about 10.8 at maybe half eight or nine Mm -hmm. i think took my second dose hovered around 10 for maybe half an hour i was super patient with my insulin as much as i wanted to take more to bring it back down faster i was super super patient i said look i'll wait it out see how it responds didn't really go anywhere i wasn't overly obsessing over my cgm because i feel if i'm just looking at it i'll just kind of get pissed off if it's hovering around a number i don't want it to be at so anyway put that to the side for a while and then I think I checked again when I was going to bed and it went up to like 12.8. So I had to take more insulin. So essentially I took three doses of about 13 units in total. So even after I had taken pre-bolus, delayed two-hour bolus, and then after that, I still continued to spike. So it just goes to show you the impact that it can have that you can eat your meal at half six and your blood sugar can still be spiking at 10, 11, 12. That's a big thing that people can struggle with when they don't really understand how that type of food can affect you. Because I remember back in the day, I would have a Chinese and I take my entire insulin dose before the food, like you're supposed to with regular food. But what would happen with that is because the really, really high fat content would completely slow down digestion, I was taking my insulin, eating the food. My insulin would be working faster than the food would be released. So my bloods would drop. I would treat the hypo. 
Then about two, three, four hours later, because the food is finally being digested and being released into my system, I would skyrocket and I would skyrocket for hours. Okay. And I know whoever's listening to this podcast right now has had the exact same experience. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.